0: Hey, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 91. We're probably going to call the WordPress loop. Now, there is no shortage of information about the WordPress loop. You can read all about it in the WordPress Kodak. There's plenty of blog articles about it. If you've worked with WordPress at all, you probably have some understanding of it already. It's basically a bit of code that, you know, anything like kind of in between it inside of the loop uh, uh, output some stuff. So I have this locally running version of CSS Tricks, which of course runs on WordPress. So it's at this domain, Whatup. Now don't try to go to that in your browser. This is local to my machine. So in WordPress, the loop, even though we're just looking at the front end here, not any code, there's a loop here which, uh, see all this here, this and this and this and this. It's getting the last five articles for us here. So that's like, in when if we go look at that theme, that's the loop. It's going to say, I want you to display the most recent five articles. And then the HTML that codes this stuff is going to be just in there once. And we're just going to count on it running five times. That's the idea behind the loop. Kind of loops, you know, kind of makes sense. So... I want to mess around with it and just play around with it. I think people can benefit from just some really like bare bones just messing around and seeing what we can do with the loop, kind of some loop tricks if you will. So let's get ourselves a nice working environment to do that. Now you saw already I have uh, this this is it, the root of what we're looking at here on the web. This is my locally running copy of WordPress. The WP content folder, I'm going to go inside there, pardon the mess a bit, inside the theme folder. And here's the currently active theme. I'm going to drag that onto TextMate and open this whole thing up as a project in TextMate. So all these files are the currently running theme. And I'm going to make a new file in this theme. I'm going to right-click on the folder up here and say new file. We're going to call it loop. Demo.php. We can call it whatever we want. It doesn't matter. We're building a new page template here that we can mess around with. So I'm going to put a comment at the top here. This is how you make a PHP comment. Slash star star slash to end it. And we're going to say template name is uh, playing with loop or whatever. It doesn't matter what we call it. I'm going to go ahead and save it. I'm going to jump back out to the web and go to WP Admin, which will take us to our dashboard. And I'm going to make a new page. Pages are able to have templates in WordPress. So if I go to new page here, in this template dropdown here in the page attributes box, there's going to be playing with loop now. We just created this. It's in this dropdown because we just created it. It's all we have to do to get it to show up in this dropdown going to say you know fun with the loop you know delete me or something because this isn't real content we're just playing around here and I'm going to publish it if it'll let me here publish then we're going to look at this page I'm going to go ahead and command click on view page so it opens this up in a new tab and it's just this blank white nothing so it's not a mistake it's just there's nothing in this template file yet so if we said uh what up y'all in here saved it came back out to the web and refreshed it's gonna say what up y'all there so whatever is in this template file is gonna show up here that's the theory behind wordpress templates a lot of times you'll see these start with like you know get header which is going to go get the header.php file and put it here and stuff that's fine that's how you would normally work with wordpress we're just having this bare bones kind of area here for messing around with the loop now what does the loop normally look like it looks like this if have posts then do something while have posts do something and then the post So I gotta put this where it's supposed to be there. Now that's the start of the loop. And then we'll make the end of the loop. It's gotta end those two things that we just started. End while, and end if, and there we go. That's the basic structure for a loop. Anything in here is gonna be the loop. Now, we go back out to the web, refresh, nothing's gonna be there. Well, it's gonna say the loop, that's really weird. Um, And I just opened Photoshop. God, I'm so smooth, you guys. God, it won't even let me force quit. Okay, Photoshop's going to be open. Now, what's going on here? Loop demo.php. PHP. PHP. Who sees it? Who sees it? Not me. Oh, this is... (laughs) We closed our PHP tag here and opened it here. Anyway, this should just be HTML, I guess. The loop. Um, then there'll be nothing showing up there. Bit of an aside there, but that's okay. Um, Anything that we do put in here, though, is within the WordPress loop. So we can do something like the title. And it's going to show us what the title of this page that we just published is. Let me hit save, go to the web, reload. It's gonna be this title, here you can see it. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap that in like an H1 tag so that you can see it better. Just to be nice to you guys. I'm gonna echo that out, echo an H1 tag. Then do the title, which will basically echo the title but we don't have to say echo. And then echo the closing H1 tag So it's gonna be nice and big there. And it's the name of that page that we just published in WordPress. You can do all kinds of fun stuff in there. You can uh, use all these inside loop specific functions like the excerpt. Excerpt, hopefully I spelled it right. You know how good I am at stuff like that. I absolutely did not. We could just say the content so I don't have to spell good. And it's going to shoot out all of the content for that thing. <laughs> it's sure going to, in a minute, as soon as I figure out why it's not working, the content. Mhm. Who sees it? Not me. That should absolutely be working. It doesn't have any content. That's why it's not there. You guys, I wish you could talk back to me and I could hear you like a week from now when you're watching this. Oh, oh man, Chris is dumb. And then I'm gonna update it. And then I'm gonna reload this page over here. And it's gonna say the truth. There we go, I probably even spelled excerpt correctly. Okay, so that's the loop. That's what a standard loop looks like. Now we're already running across something that I find kind of interesting in WordPress land, which is why are we even running a loop here? This is outputting one page. It's just a page. It's just this page that we published. It will never be multiple pages. Probably, you know, most of these pages, uh, uh, like a single blog post, the single.php file, it often has a loop inside of it. But the whole purpose of that template is to show one thing. So why does it have a loop? Let's just get rid of the loop, but we'll leave the post. Turns out the post is the thing that enables the title and the content and the permalink and the date and all these fancy things. If we leave that there, but get rid of the loop, we are all set. Let me refresh the page. And nothing changes. That's just the way it is. Now if you're on a building a page in WordPress that is the single.php file or a special page template or the page.php file, you probably don't need the loop at all. Just do the post at the top and you're all set and you can output this stuff. So that's cool. We'll leave the loop because we're uh, we're playing with the loop on purpose here. That's cool. There's an interesting concept here that we should take a look at. I wanna echo something out at the top here. PHP, close PHP. I wanna echo out a variable with a very specific name, query string. I'm gonna wrap it in paragraph tags. I'm trying to be conscientious so you can see what I'm doing here. Style equals color red or something. Never do inline styling, I'm just trying to show you stuff. And the, the period there kind of concatenates to the string that's being output. Close the paragraph tag. Now, so we're outputting within this paragraph tag this variable of query string. Now you like, wait, you didn't declare a variable of query string. Where's that coming from? It's a global in WordPress, so it's automatically going to be set. I'm going to hit save, go back out to the web, so we can see in red what that value is. Look at that, it has a value. Page name equals fun with the loop delete me, which is the slug of uh, the page that we published right here fun with the loop delete me. So that's what the query is, the query string on this page. Isn't that kind of fun? Now, we can alter that with query posts and display different stuff here. We can have it query for whatever we want it to query. Uh, That's kind of the interesting part. I keep accidentally clicking on this page and you're like, why does he keep clicking on that page? Well, I'm clicking on it because number one, I'm fidgety. Number two, this is the codex page for query posts that we're going to be dealing with next, and we're going to be not only referencing it, but I want you guys to be very familiar with this page as well because there's tons of good stuff here. Let me go back into TextMate and show you what query posts look like. It's a function, so it looks like this, query posts. Inside query posts, we pass it stuff we pass it what we want displayed, what we want the loop to do, to know about, to have, to loop through. So if we said in here that we wanted posts per page five, it's gonna totally destroy this existing query And do this query instead, totally ignoring that we're on this template and that we specifically are asking for one specific page, uh, and kind of do its own thing. So, check out what's going to happen here. Let's get rid of, let's actually get rid of the content so we can uh, not have too much stuff in our faces. Uh, Come back out to Safari and reload this page. Now, it's going to show in h1 tags the five most recently published. Posts here. So let's look at the name of them. Another really interesting link. You know, here's the five things. If we go back under here and under posts, that matches the five most actually, you know, recent things that have actually been published. We asked for that. That's what this says. Posts per page equals five is like a little query code name for show me the most recent five published. Posts. Now we can add more stuff here and say and the ampersand symbol and continue passing it more var- variables or, or, you know, query parameters uh, to trim down what we want. So if we say we want post type to be page, that's going to change this up. It's not going to show us posts anymore. It's going to show us the five most recently published pages, back to Safari and reload, and this changes. Now, it's this page that we just published. It's the most recent one, but here's five other things that have been published recently as pages. So, pretty interesting. We totally changed that loop. Pretty cool, pretty cool. There's tons of stuff that you can pass query posts here. Tons of stuff. That's why I have that tab open. You can pass it Uh, Let's look through here. You can change the order. Let's try that. Ascending and descending, ASC, DSC. Let's change that. We're gonna say, and we want the order to be DSC. Now we come out here and refresh. Nothing's gonna change because descending is the normal. Ascending is different. It's gonna start at the first one ever published. And give us five from the first. So this is this was the first page ever published on CSS Tricks, apparently, this contact page. So we've changed the order there just through query posts, just through changing variables in this query post statement here. We're d- describing exactly what we want back. We can get categories you only want certain posts from certain categories no problem just use this category equals four or ones that aren't in that category use negative we want all posts that aren't in category four put a negative right there now you want posts that are in two categories they're in category number two and number six now that's referring to the id of the category so if we came under categories here i only have a few here uh, uh, we can check out what the ID here is uh, if I click it you can actually probably see it in the in the URL bar up here 17 if I wanted to not show links I would say negative 17 um, just keep going here we can do tags posts that I have a certain tag or that have multiple tags post by a specific author we can write a special query just for that now you might even be thinking now. Doesn't WordPress already have functionality for this? Can I just go to like category slash whatever, or go, you know, tag slash awesome things, and uh, and it will just show me that? Now, yes, you can. That's that's now how that works though. Is kind of using this like internal API, if you will, of WordPress, and that if this page that it's going to render was this page template which it's not (laughs) this up here remember where we output that uh the query string would say instead of page name equals this page it would say tag equals awesome something you know and posts per page equal five or whatever it's gonna it's gonna have a different query string that's the default at work for this url or author chris Coyer. Is going to have a different default query set up. And, and so the loop will output those specific things. That's kind of just how this works. WordPress is just smart. It just knows this stuff. Okay. So that's this. Just I just want you to know about this page, query posts. There's just all kinds of information about things that you can you can get. So on the CSS tricks page, I output like recent snippets that were posted to the CSS category. So in TextMate, I could say the the post type equals page. Uh, um, Posts per page, let's say two. We only want two back. Um, But the post parent equals three, two, two, two. Now that means we want child pages of the page that's that ID. So if I hit save there and reload here, it's gonna give me two pages back and they're pages that are sub, the most recently published sub pages of the CSS category. So that's that. Now these are just titles. Now I just want you to remember that whatever goes in the loop here uh, can be whatever. If we wanna link this up, we could say ahref equals uh, that and then we'll do the permalink. Oh, we can't do a dot. We have to just end this thing, right? Dirt. 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 Echo. Dirt. Close. <laughs> the title. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to keep my mind organized. Sometimes this is more than I can handle on the fly. Okay, so we've said we want an anchor link in here too that's using the permalink and then we're kind of closing out that anchor tag and then outputting the title, closing the anchor tag and the header tag. Let's see if that worked or if it's syntax error city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unexpected equals on line 17. (sighs) Oh. Yay, just one little thing. Now, <laughs> so if we like inspect this or whatever, you can see the HTML behind it. There's the h1 tag that was there and we just added this. And the link then is this big long thing that's you know the dynamic intelligently linked version. If I literally click this, we'll go right to that snippet page where I talk about the basics of the Google Font API. So that's it. I mean, I'm, the loop isn't limited to any particular content inside of it. What's inside here can be absolutely anything. It does not not matter. WordPress absolutely doesn't care what's in there. It's just trying to help you get content out. So that's kind of cool. A few other things I want to talk about. Now, we have this query string uh, uh, up here that we made red or whatever. There's another kind of interesting variable called Paged. Paged. I'm gonna make it green and hit save in there and come back out here and let's take a look at what value it is, zero. So uh, okay, and so oh yeah, I did I made that same mistake where it's like, I tried to put a PHP comment where it's not really PHP code. Anyway, so it it found two things, but you know, whatever. So the value is zero there. Now how, do, how does that value change? What does paged represent? WordPress has this URL structure like this, page, I could go whatever, page three, and it's going to render this same template, only it's going to change this paged variable. Now, see this value turned to three. It also changed our default query string. It put paged equals three inside of it. So pretty cool there, but uh, since we're writing our own query here, we need to take that into account. Posts per page isn't gonna cut it here. Uh, uh, We're on page three here, but no matter what, this is gonna render the same stuff. So if we do this thing again, where we do the title, then we'll echo like a break tag, because I'm lazy. And come out here. It's gonna do the same thing. We're gonna show the two most recent, you know, posts that are in the CSS category or sub pages of CSS, except for I'm just like unbelievable at screwing stuff out. This is a function, so it needs the the parentheses there reload it now it's going to have those two things there they're still the two most recent ones just because we're on slash page slash three it's not like taking that into account and like paginating it for us we're going to need to do that ourselves so this is kind of how i do that a lot of times is i'll set up a variable like ppp is post per page and we'll say it's equal to two That's how many we want. So if we, you know, since we got double quotes in here, we can use PHP variables right within in line here. So instead of putting two there, I'm going to put PPB. So if I want to change it, it's kind of easier to change up here. That's cool, but we're going to need to send an offset parameter too now. Just to explain how offset works in a static way, I can say and offset equals two or whatever. Now if I come back out here to the web and refresh, it's not gonna show these two, it's gonna show the two older before that. So that's those two. Now, but we need to take, we don't want just a static hard-coded two in there, that's no good. We wanna make it dynamic based on that paged variable. So we're gonna say that our actual offset or like the offset or something, is going to equal our post per page multiplied by the paged variable. So our offset is actually dynamic and it's smart and happens with the paged variable. So I put that there and hit save and come back out to the web. It's going to be, now it's going to be, this will be like 5 and 6, because it's going to be 3 times 2, which is 6, or so offset's going to be 6, so this is the, uh, like, you know, I don't know what that means. Does it make it the five fifth and 6th, or 6th and 7th, or whatever, most recently covered posts, uh, whatever. Uh, we can check this out. We can we can kind of build pagination from here by, when the loop is over, we'll put a uh, uh, next Posts link, a little special WordPress function there. And I'll close that, and I'm going to come back out to the web, and I'm going to get rid of our pagination. It's going to have a link now down here that says next page. So I can click next page, and it's the URL is going to change to slash page slash two, and these are going to change. Next page, next page, next page, next page. We've built our own pagination now uh, that's working with this kind of next page. Uh, Button and and proper URL WordPress pagination. So that's how that works. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, The reason we had to do all that work is because we destroyed the query when we did a query post. Now, it's kind of interesting that you don't have to destroy the query. Notice that we just kind of hard-coded all this, but we could start with the existing query if we wanted to. We could just go like this. We could say query string. And then append to it, and we could put extra stuff there if we wanted to. So if we like the existing query, but we just want to like, I don't know, maybe override something. Say posts per page is, you know, twenty or something, and hit save and come back out to the web. I wonder what's going to do because it's going to be, uh, it's going to, it's going to retain all of this. We're keeping that as part of the query, which already says kind of we want a specific page. So a better example for that would be like let's say we're in the search.php file. Now if you do a search in WordPress, WordPress knows it's going to be a search and when it renders its own internal search page. The default query is going to uh, uh, basically it's going to it's going to run a loop and it's going to show you some results. You might want to leave that query string the way it is but change the post per page and that's uh, still going to show you this the search nicely. It's just going to influence how many results are shown. Now normally the number of results that are shown, like you know, like if we didn't do anything at all here for uh, we just said, uh, this isn't a good example. If we were on the index.php file and we didn't do anything with the loop at all, how many times does the loop run? It runs as many times as you have a setting for. So if we go into the setting under settings and under I guess reading, It'll say blog pages show at most five posts. And that's great. We we want five posts on our homepage. But maybe we want our search to have 20. All we would have to do is, you know, we didn't necessarily need a plugin or anything, even though there are plugins for that. Just uh, do a query post, retain the original string, and uh, change the number of posts per page. Here. So you don't necessarily have to destroy the existing query. Uh, to add new things to it. And things that you put afterwards will override. Like if there's already a posts per page in the original query and you put one of your own, your second one will override it. So that's kind of cool. Okay, last concept here is that, let's say we are using this somewhere in our theme. Two more concepts, I'm sorry. We're using this somewhere in our theme and it comes kind of before something else that uses a query. Now, I hope that wasn't too weird. What I'm trying to say is that you can have multiple queries, absolutely, if you want. Let's back up to the point where there was kind of something interesting happening with our query. Um, That was interesting, right? Let's hit save. (laughs) And reload the page, and there was stuff going on here. It was returning stuff. You don't only have to have one loop. There's nothing holding you to that. I could literally copy uh, all this or whatever (laughs) and paste it again, and hit save. And there's going to be that content is going to be duplicated again. And this looks like a big mess. Sorry about that. Whatever, but you you get the point. You don't only have to have one loop on a page. You can have as many loops as you want. You could have 20 loops on your page. You could have a not sure you could have loops of loops. I'm sure there's some way to do that. <laughs> anyway, you can have as many queries as you want or or as many loops. You just do another query post for new content and then, you know, run your loop and and whatever, right? Um there's a little bit of a consideration that you need to take into account when you do that. Let's get rid of this and say that we we kind of destroyed the current query on posts or whatever. So if we were to just run another loop after this without doing another query posts, uh, it's gonna be, the current query is gonna be the same. You see, it, it didn't like go back to this original query. It just used our new query down here. It's because we just, we weren't very nice to it, is the point we didn't reset the query, which is the important thing to do when you write your own custom loop, you should do WP reset query. Now the second loop down here is gonna be back to the original query string, I hope. So yeah, this is our custom world, and then right after that is the original query is back. So it's the right thing to do to even if you're not using a second loop here, to end your custom loop land with a WP reset query. Let's say for some reason you had a special query in your sidebar. You wanted to display recent posts of something in your sidebar that's different. And you did this and you didn't uh, do a reset query, and for some kind of bad reason, your sidebar was included on your page before your index php or whatever before the main loop and the main content of your site you it would be ruined the the main loop would be screwed up because you did a query post early and you didn't reset the query so that's just the nice thing to do to put that there so yeah you can run query posts you can get whatever you want from from the database basically posts pages ordered any way you want it childs of other pages specific tags, specific categories, just whatever you want. It's really easy to do with this query post. Just do it, run it, put whatever you want within the loop, reset it, and uh, call it a day. It's just uh, very cool. So if you're building your own custom themes, know that you have this power. Uh, it's very cool. You're not kind of limited to the, to the loops that WordPress gives you. You can write your own loops, put them wherever you want. It's just as simple as what you're looking at here. So that's what I wanted to cover. Maybe one last thing if you feel like yelling at me because you don't think I should use query posts you should you think I should use wp query or whatever there's kind of another way to do this that's slightly more complicated that doesn't it doesn't screw with the you know the existing query you wouldn't have to do a reset query cuz wp query just lives in its own little world it's a bit more complicated i think i don't use it a whole lot but if you feel like like you know explaining to me how I should be using that and not this please leave that in the comments and until next time folks I'll see you later goodbye